Hello and welcome back to another episode of the 100k Freelancer Club podcast. Today with me as always is Niall in Manchester. How you doing man? I'm very good and you know what for once I think Manchester might actually be sunnier than Barcelona. Hey I gotta agree with you. I'm sat right now looking out my window at the rain. Yeah. But the only benefit, the only benefit of this rain to me is I'm actually playing football tonight with most of the people at the game are Spanish and from Spain and they never play in the rain. I've got the home advantage <laughs> of gonna... all those years of playing on Sunday in the f-ing rain day in, day out. You know, hopefully, I don't think it's going to make me better, but hopefully it's going to make them worse. Wait till you hit there. that first slide tackle. And you slide in about 15 metres. They're going to be like, where did he come from? It's just like, I know how to slide in wet weather. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Exactly. Oh, mate. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just nice. We've had uh, we've had a bit of sun in the UK lately, which has made a change. Obviously, it's been tough the last six months, the last year with coronavirus and everything like that. So the fact that people are now more able to do what they want and get out and about and the fact the sun has sort of come out at the right time has been really good so it's been nice seeing smiles on people's faces and I'm sure a few freelancers as well have uh, enjoyed the sunshine and got out and about and uh, had a bit of downtime over the weekend which is uh, which is obviously great. Yeah I'm starting to see a lot of people that I follow freelancers especially just starting to spread their wings a little bit they're going out a lot of people I've seen have started to travel as well people that we've had on the podcast before gone back into their old traveling habits back in Mexico and places like that where there aren't as many um, restrictions so yeah good for them you know life is slowly returning back to normal here in barcelona it's a bit yeah well i, I say it's mostly back to normal now the only thing is there's just a restriction on bars and restaurants and stuff they close at 12 mm. at night 12 a.m um but other than that yeah i mean i guess there's a restriction on people and stuff but it's good good to see life finally moving forward i heard you got um uh pretty drunk for the first time in a while uh, this weekend <laughs> <laughs> probably for the last six to eight months i've barely drank anything compared to what I used to drink. I'll have an occasional pint here and there. Well, you went for dry January as well, didn't you? Yeah, I did dry January and I did, I think November I did as well. And it makes me feel good. You know, it actually feels good to drink water and kind of flush it out and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, I did. I, I had a few beers and um, can't deal with it anymore, mate. The hangover is just not worth it. It's just not worth uh, it ever. hundred percent. I'm too old. I don't like it. Waking up feeling crap. You can't move. It's just rubbish. No, I just, I, I can't drink that much anymore. Like to the point, I, I can't obviously drink anywhere near as much as I could, you know, in my youth. Not that I was ever a massive drinker anyway, but now it's just more of the, the hangover as well. Like I'm, you know, it's sort of like late at night, you're coming to the end of the party, you know, it's dying down a bit and someone's offering you shots. They're not offering me shots. They're offering me extra hangover, you know? (laughs) So now I'm looking at it like, no, there's nothing you can say that will make me drink that shot. Like peer pressure is nothing compared to the hangover that is coming. Well, I'll jump on in right to the podcast um, today. So we wanted to discuss purchasing equipment as a freelancer and more so just purchasing unnecessary equipment. And what I mean by this is you buy things just for the sake of buying things and you buy things because you think you need them and they don't actually have like a good, let's just say a good return on investment. So let's Mm. just say you're starting out as a graphic designer, you've picked up a couple of graphic design clients, you know, you're doing projects for 50, 100, 200, 300 pound. 
Mm. And you know, you're not making too much money, but you're just getting started, right? It's all about those baby steps and freelancing. It's always about constantly moving forward. But then if you're to turn around and just buy, you know, let's just say you're working on a three-year-old MacBook Air that cost you 800 pounds. And now, you know, it's it's not holding you back. Everything's fine. But you, you, you're telling yourself, oh, there's this new MacBook out. Like, I think it's really going to help me. Like, really going to, you know, oh, it's going to help me, you know, load Illustrator 2.7 seconds faster. So I'm going to spend £3,000 on this brand new top of the range MacBook. When really, what actual impact is that going to have on you and your business and your potential earnings? Mm. Okay, you might look a slight bit cooler in Starbucks. Um, in 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 the co-working space but in terms of like that tangible value like what it's actually going to give you it is it is nothing I mean we're not talking about here if you work with some pretty heavy videos and you need a decent Mm. computer or some decent equipment that can actually handle this stuff and you do not currently have that so let's just say for example your current laptop cannot even run the software that you need to do your job then that would be a decent investment but if you're just upgrading for the sake of upgrading i think it's just it's just absolutely pointless and i think you you've you've come across a few things in your freelance career especially with your mix of working employed Mm. working self-employed going to companies um, where you've come across a situation, should I buy this piece of equipment, should I not? When I go to different football matches, obviously a lot of it's on location and if you need to report from the stadium, you need to have the equipment. A lot of people don't realise how that actually works and effectively what you need is a specific piece of equipment so you can hook up your microphone and link back to the studio and whichever radio station or TV station is broadcasting your voice, your reports from the games. A lot of companies will provide that for you, but as a freelancer, obviously you're working for multiple companies and these pieces of equipment can be quite expensive, particularly brand new. Thankfully, I found one for a second-hand price, which I thought was a very, very reasonable price. I got it off of eBay. Generally, the resale market is pretty strong with this piece of equipment because it's lasted the test of time and this is the way that it's been done in my industry for the last, I don't know, 25 to 30 years and it's still kind of ticking along reasonably strongly if you're a freelancer and you've got this equipment it kind of makes me more attractive to those specific companies because when they come back to me and say do you have this equipment and I say yes means I don't have to send or I don't have to drive to them and collect a piece of equipment I don't have to borrow it off them they don't have to rent a piece of equipment out for me they don't have to specifically buy a piece of equipment for me because let's face it if it's your first ever gig as a freelancer And, you know, I don't know, let's just say that the JB Media Company is sending me to a Chelsea game and they and, you know, JB, you're the boss and you go, okay, now I'm sending you to Chelsea this weekend to do a report. Do you have the equipment or do we need to to let you borrow one? Uh, You know, if you've already got one, then great. But if you don't, you're not going to want to, as an employer, shell out a lot of money to give this piece of equipment to a first time freelancer or someone who's doing their first gig for you if they're terrible. Because then you're thinking, oh no, I've, I've wasted this money and I'm not exactly getting my, my, my just rewards. So actually to have your own equipment in certain circumstances makes you more attractive. An example kind of off the beaten track would be a plumber doesn't go into someone's house to fix their toilet and ask the homeowner for tools. You know, <laughs> the plumber brings their yeah, own tools to the job. And it's a very, very similar thing to, to what I'm referring to there. 
So I bought this piece of equipment and I'll put it against my tax return because it's a piece of equipment I need effectively to do my job and to do my job to a decent standard. But like you say, if going in and buying a really expensive computer isn't exactly what you need, then don't do it. There's no need to be profligate. Now, listen, if you can afford to upgrade your equipment and it's going to impact you in a positive way in your freelance business, then absolutely do it if it's financially viable and all the rest of it. But like you say, Jacob, it, it does feel that it's something that you do need to kind of weigh up and figure out because as we discussed on previous podcasts, technology, which is obviously a huge part of a lot of what freelancers do, particularly IT, is upgrading and developing and improving all the time. So actually a computer that you bought 10 years ago by now is massively out of date, but your computer that's two years old probably isn't. So you just need to kind of weigh up those things and figure out what the right approach is. Yeah, and it's all about, I know I bang, and I bang on about this so much, but opportunity cost and return on investment. I mean, if you're in any of the 100K freelancer courses, you're gonna hear me say this like a billion times, but it is about what you're gonna get back from that investment because at the end of the day buying a new piece of equipment for your work is an investment and there's two ways you can do it as well because there are time periods as well when you should be looking to upgrade your stuff or not looking to upgrade necessarily but let's just say you're coming to the end of a tax year and this year you've made a ton of profit, most likely because you took one of our courses, but this year you've made a ton of profit and you've got a load of money and you know that you're going to be giving a lot of money to the tax man. So what you can do is just look at areas of your business and say, okay, I've got money to spend, money to improve. If I buy equipment for the purpose of work, it's a tax write-off, okay? So then that money is being used in a better way than just being given to the tax man in, in a very uh, a very simple way, a very simple description there. But mm. you can look, if you've got excess there, maybe you don't need um, you know a new laptop necessarily at that point, but you've made quite a, a lot of profit and it doesn't make sense not to. So there, I'm completely, completely for it. Like, go ahead, do it constantly improve even if it's just for the smallest amount if you've got the profit to do it you want to be improving in every aspect of your business but it's more to those to those new freelancers that you know those type of people that we talk about all the gear and no idea like just because you have the most modern and best equipment does not make you good at what you do like especially nowadays like you some film production companies have like you know those red cameras that are like 50 grand plus and yet you see some kids some freelancers absolutely killing the videography game just with like an iphone from three years ago yeah because it's their skill their vision their creativity that's making that happen that's making the mm. employers want them specifically they don't want your camera they want you in most cases so i think it's more about perfecting your like craft and what you do like i would rather a freelancer if they're debating okay i've got x amount of money in my bank account no i know i'm going to spend it i really want this new laptop but i don't necessarily need it how else could you spend that money to make that make you more money in the future one way would to be you know buy a course take um to take a course invest in yourself so your skills as a graphic designer photographer makeup artist actually get better mm. so you're doing a better job producing better results and therefore can charge higher rates or you can do something to build your personal brand maybe you can put some money into um 
hiring uh, a developer, another one of the freelancers in the course of community or something like this to build you a better website so you can obtain better clients and you can look a bit more professional and charge a bit more money, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Or just putting some money towards, you know, marketing budget to get more clients in. Because I know so many people at the beginning stages of their freelance career and they will just happily walk into the Apple store, buy a £1,200 iPhone or buy a £2,500 MacBook, but they won't put £50 on Google Ads to advertise their own services. <laughs> because I'm, for me, I'm assuming it's that they just don't see that immediate value for it. Like you exchange that £2,500 for a MacBook, you've got this shiny, sexy looking MacBook in your hand. You put the £50 on you know, Google Ads, you have to run them for a course of time. The clients come in, uh, inquire, and then you've got to win that client and you've got to get them to sign a contract and all this, that and the other. But it is, it's just about investing in yourself and in your future. And this, this is almost like a micro lesson on investing yeah. right here, right now in this podcast. Because it's, it's not about like the equipment and having the good equipment. Like we say, it's like how much return you can make from that money you've just given away for that equipment. And even if you look at things in just terms of like flat value, you buy a MacBook for 2K, you could, if you if you had to, you'd sell that the next day for probably only 60% of the value that you bought it mm. for. So from day one, it's a terrible investment. I mean, if that's gonna allow you to do more work and faster and stuff like that, and you know, instead of doing 10 designs an hour, you can do 25 or you know, 15 or whatever, so you're making mm -hmm. much more money per hour, then that would be a great investment as well. But just in terms of actually buying the equipment, I just want people to realize and to evaluate what do I actually need? Like, is this gonna benefit me? How is this gonna benefit me? Can, do I need to write off some money somewhere for tax? Is this gonna increase my hourly rate? Is it gonna increase my end, like the value of my end product? Is it gonna make clients want me more? Um, like you said, and I just think for me, I know I've been banging on a bit now, but it does, really does get under my skin when people, <laughs> make investments in the wrong way just rash rash decisions but um yeah i mean if you want to jump in and add to what i'm saying before i just run run off on a <laughs> no i can tell that it's uh it's getting to you a little bit man um these people <laughs> in coffee shops of expensive laptops no in all seriousness is a good point and i think being a freelancer is not just about working for yourself but also reinvesting in yourself and We've spoken about reinvesting in yourself in several different ways. For instance, if you feel like you're going to burn out, taking a break. You know, if you feel like you need to reinvest in yourself in terms of self-marketing and networking, then do that. Small things like how many people have a business card? I know we don't meet in person as much now because of the effects of the pandemic, but soon that might explode again. So how many people have invested in a business card? And, you know, you can get 50 business cards for something like 15 euro or, or 15 pounds, whatever your currency might be, dollars, whatever. And, and like you say, if it does help you improve and increase your productivity, then it's probably worth doing. But don't spend money when you don't need to spend money unless, of course, it's a treat for yourself and you can afford it. There are different nuances to this and different ways in, in which you can assess this. But certainly it's about self-investment and the smarter you can be with your self-investment, the better it will be for you down the line um, for instance some of the money I make I end up putting it to one side for my tax bill at the end of the year and I think every freelancer should be doing that so it's just small things like that which will set you in good stead for the long run 
Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I'm all down for like, you know, if you if you actually want to go out and buy a new iPhone because you want the new iPhone, do it. But do it because you want it personally. Don't don't buy it because you're convincing yourself that it's a good business investment. You need to separate your personal life and your personal wants from your business life and what your business objectives are because I don't think going out and buying that new iPhone is going to get you any closer to those business objectives no matter what you do. So I I just don't think people should be, you know, in a sense, lying to themselves that buying this is going to make me more productive. Is it going to increase the value of my service to clients? And I think if you can, you know, justify what you're going to purchase yourself, or maybe even not yourself, maybe if you ask other freelancers, you know, in the community or other freelancers that you know, or even ask us like, hey, I'm thinking about making this purchase of this It's quite expensive for me. Uh, blah 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 blah, and then just get some feedback like if most people are saying like you know when I was in your position it didn't really help me that much to have like a better laptop or anything then it's probably you know not a good idea take the advice like from us and from um, the crowd uh, in, in you know it might save you a lot of money down the long run because jumping into a different aspect of uh, investment now like compounded interest like even if it's only 500 600 700 pounds now if you're investing that wisely in yourself or in anything in the future that could be you know tens of thousands of pounds if you invest it right um, it, it's just more about having you know a good financial awareness and a good financial understanding because as a freelancer you are now a micro business you need to be thinking financially and that's why you're listening to this podcast right that's why you're listening to us right now ramble on about all this stuff is so that you can educate yourself and make better decisions and this podcast today has just been about making better decisions on you know the equipment that you need to purchase and what you actually need or don't need um but I think on this front, this was just a, a short little podcast for us to jump in and give out a message um, to everybody. So I'm going to end this out now and just say thanks for listening to the 100K Freelance Club podcast. And we do have big old changes to the 100K Freelance Club site and the membership. There is way more stuff now for free available on the site. Definitely want to go and check that out. You can access both courses now so head on over to 100kfreelancerclub.com sign up for free there's a ton of stuff there you'll be invited to the community as well where we can all talk together about developing as a freelancer we can help each other out we can all progress and dominate this freelancer game together so thanks for listening again and uh, we will catch you in the next one